This is Authentic and Ambitious with Allison Crow. I'm Allison Crow, your host, and I'm an intuitive life and business coach helping authentic and ambitious women keep the soul and success in their life and work through deep coaching, savvy business strategy, and connected community. This podcast is here to help bring insight, awareness, and action to your authentic and ambitious life. Let's do this. This is episode number 126. Happy New Year. Hey, what's up for you in 2021? Let me know. I want to hear. Tag me um, on Instagram. Screenshot this episode. Let me know what's up for you, audience. I want to connect with you. I want to hear what are your dreams for 2021? What are your desires for 2021? Um, I am here to support and love on you through this podcast. And today we are talking about being an aligned doer in your business. Be, do, have. Have you heard that? That was one of the first things I was trained in in coaching is who we be affects what we do and that affects what we have. And so a lot of people set goals around what they want to have in life and we have to work backwards. The have comes from the doing and the doing is aligned through the being. So here's the thing. Soulful people love the B zone. I love the B zone. The B zone is where it is really, um, it's the feel-good place, right? It's the place of dreams. It's the place of visioning. It's the place of imagination. And often, because the B zone, who we want to be, what we're becoming, what we dream of, what we envision, feels so yummy, we can disconnect from the doing. Listen. I know that doing has been over-glorified. Productivity has been over-glorified. But what I want to do is I want to take back, instead of throwing out the excessive hustle or the overdoing, I want us ambitious and authentic people to learn how to align ourselves with doing in both task and habit and rest that actually helps us create in our life and work. So let's really consider the specific doing of the being that you are becoming. The do zone is the embodiment of the be zone. And I realized that, at least for a lot of my life, I was doing, 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 because just that's what we did. And I never really considered who I be. But obviously, for the last 10 years, 15 years, I've really been working on the B zone. And I have a lot of people, especially clients, in some recent feedback, have either ask me questions or let me know that one of the reasons they work with me is because the level of success and sustainability that I have. And a lot of the times when working with soulful people, I notice that 
they will do a lot of the soulful feeling yummy activities, but they can really be resistant to avoiding difficulty. I totally get it. I am an Enneagram 7 by truest nature and that is someone that is generally subconsciously motivated by the need to feel good, by the need to avoid discomfort and pain. And as we grow and as we heal on our authentic journey, we can actually create more aligned ambition and achievement through making sure that our doing is congruent with who we want to be and what we want to create in the world. Hopefully, as we start this new year, you have an idea of who you want to be and what you want to create. And who you want to be is the beginning, and the outcome of what you want to create is the end. And the really important part is the middle. If you're really committed to being a certain way and to creating what you want to create in the world, then attention and care and cultivation must be given to the middle. And so the middle here, you guys, is our aligned doing. Y'all know I've been talking about habits a lot. Uh, Last year, I read Atomic Habits by James Clear. I never thought I would have fallen in love with a habits book, but I think the reason that his book connected with me was because it connected identity, the B-zone, with the habits. And I've noticed the shifts and changes for good when I was willing to consciously and intentionally broach discomfort, think about habits, think about boredom, think about doing in a different way in my life. And so I want to really encourage my listeners and my clients and my audience to step up, (laughs) right? Like, let's decide to do the things that we know will get us the outcomes. And I get that a lot of resistance is going to come up. I am working on, I am working on my book. Um, I have hired my coach full on to help me through this process. I saw a post on Facebook the other day from one of my uh, real estate colleagues and and he was like, uh, you know, someone had sent him a message about losing weight and he was like, I want to, his friend was like, I want to pick your brain, right? Like, I want to pick your brain about losing weight. And he told his buddy, he was like, dude, <laughs> either you're committed or not. And if you want to pick my brain for tips on how to lose weight, you're not committed. And I can listen to all the writing podcast. I can listen to examples of friends and I can even try on my own. But I know myself when I'm really committed, I am not saying this is everybody, but I throw down the check. I throw down the check, not only for the money investment, but I throw down the check with the right person to get the right structure and support along the way. And let me tell you, I think writing a book is probably a really good example You know, I have a lot of friends that have published books and it is the classic example of the iceberg, right? You guys have all seen the iceberg analogy where we see the tip of the iceberg. We see the outer results, but we don't always see the process. And so I need you to be aware, especially in this day and age of social media, a lot of what we're seeing and comparing ourselves to and holding ourselves to is the end result, but we are not seeing someone's process. And I want you guys to know that 
<laughs> well, you probably already know. I'm actually a process expert. I am in no way saying that it is pretty. But the thing is, I'm committed to the process, which means I'm committed to the doing. I'm committed to the doing of the emotional and mindset work. And I'm also committed to the activities that I know will get me where I want to go even when they're uncomfortable. And let me tell you, sitting down to write on a regular basis and having somebody review your writing and critique it and help you cultivate it is not always a feel-good process. But if I want to get to the end of this journey, I am committed to um, sitting down in front of the computer. I am committed to thought process and I'm committed to the other things that I do that nurture that. In my business, I have often had people who tell me they want what I have. <laughs> and they start, and they start on this journey, and they expect it to happen in six months, nine months. Next week's episode is going to be about the three phases of business. And it's so fascinating for people who are starting their business. Oh, you guys, I know you don't want to know this, but the reality is it takes time on task. I wish that we could just take a class and implement all the things in the class and it work, but it takes time on task. It takes time to build an audience. It takes time to master your craft. It takes time and not just time, it takes the doing in that. And so one of the things, because I create a lot of content, The tip of my iceberg, you might see, whether you see in these podcasts, or if I say I got a new client, or if I say I sold XYZ, even my membership program, we are starting, the membership program started in 2017, and here we are, 2021. Doors are open right now, by the way, coachwithallison.com. Um, join us. We'd love to have you. But the membership program has taken me time, time to not only enroll, but time to create and cultivate a rhythm and a community that I feel really, really proud of. It has evolved over time. It is ongoing nurturing of both the garden that is already existing and adding new members. And so a lot of times people will say, well, I want you ha- what you have. Or are you willing to do your version of what I've done to get here? And in the social media world, you know, we're, we're always seeing the tip of the iceberg. We're, we're not seeing the boring and habitual activities that those who are getting the results that they want are doing. So, for example, and sometimes I forget, you guys, I forget the way that you know, I, some of these things are so habitual in me now because I have practiced them, because they've become a part of my everyday. I forget that the doing that I'm doing, <laughs> I forget that I'm actually doing it. And my coach often reminds me, um, she reflects back to me my skill at sales. And you guys, I don't leave my skill sales up to the links. 
Um, certainly we have sales processes, we have sales pages, we send sales emails, I make offers for immediate response, I build relationships, um, I connect, I serve, I sometimes do sales calls, um, I really connect with people and try to see if they're a fit for me or fit for my programs because we really want to be of service to our clients. And a lot of that happens every single day. And it doesn't necessarily look like a tick mark on a habit tracker. And yet one of the things I'm going to do this year that I haven't done in a long time is I'm actually in the habit tracker that I bought for myself. I'm going to be tracking every single month three um, just overall personal things, but I'm also going to be tracking some metrics in my business to see, because they say uh, things that are appreciated are truly tracked and measured. And so I'm going to actually pay a little bit more attention to the sales activities that I'm doing, to the connection to the invites to the creations that I do and see how much of it is really there because I think sometimes from the outside looking in it looks as if if you build it they will come wouldn't that be nice if they build it they will not come I always tell my clients if you build it and work it and work it and work it and nudge it and nurture it and sell it, and sell it, and sell it, and refine it, and refine it, they will come. So as we begin to go into this wonderful new year, my prayer and hope is that you have renewed energy, that you have renewed ambition for the important work that you want to create into the world. My prayer is that we let go of drama and we proactively pursue our dharma while also giving ourselves permission to rest and take care of ourselves in between the doing. But for this episode, I want you to consider what are the top six most productive, and yes, I said the P word, what are the productive in a way that will produce the outcomes you want, what are your top six doings that you can track, that you can commit to on a regular basis that you know will make a difference in your life? And so I know that we probably could track a hundred things. That gets a little bit overwhelming. For my personal self, I'm tracking my number of steps and walk every day. Because every time I walk, I feel so much better and more energized. I'm also tracking the days that I read in a book. I'm tracking the days that I write. For my business, I am tracking new contacts, existing nurturing, and ask or invite. So like if I make a sale, I'm going to track those three things. And there's a lot of other things I could track. I could track how many podcasts I do, how many social media, but those things are not the fulcrums and the levers. I could track how much water I drink. But for me, I have really honed in and listened to my inner wisdom, both as a human and as a business owner, 
and I am paying attention to the doing in my business, and I want to encourage you to do the same, so that you can be and have everything that you want in 2021. Hey, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to become my client and join me in my online coaching membership, Soulful Success. We call each other Soulies. In the Soulies community, we have live life and business coaching sessions with me. We have one live session and one business coaching session every single week. There is a fantastic cohort of other business owners from all areas of life. Most are growth and achievement level business owners. And we would like to encourage you to become a member today at www.coachwithallison.com. We have a very reasonable monthly membership fee. There are no long-term commitments. And the reason that I price this so low is so that you as a business owner can leverage cash flow. This way you can invest in high-end coaching and community and have cash flow left over to hire people to implement things in your business that you may not be a genius at. I know this is one of the things that has really helped me leverage and grow. And I want to invite you to do the same. Become a member of our community, get live life and business coaching from me. And let's do this. Coachwithallison.com. The doors are open right now and we would love to have you. Thanks for listening to Authentic and Ambitious. You can find out more and connect with me at allisoncrow.com. The show is sponsored by my three rescue dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption the next time you're looking for a pet. Special thanks to Stacey Harris and Callie Orr with Uncommonly More and Elise Rich for making the production and promotion of this podcast possible and professional. Until next time, be your authentic and ambitious self. The world needs you.